good. What is it? It is a mass art student run radio. This show is produced from his very own student body. He uploads every Monday. Ideally. Today on Octopus Sounds. Welcome back. So today on Octopus Sounds, we have some really good advice from Becca Schusterman. A gift to you all in episode one of Best Becca and Octopus Sounds Advice Show. We also have episode one of Noise Enjoyment by Anthony Avino. A breakdown of sound and the process involved with it. And of course, a brand new Shit You Should Know interview, this week interviewing Sim alum's Dylan Solard with an exclusive new demo of music he's producing. But first, a commercial by Tashi Salcedo. Do you struggle feeling like the world might just end any minute? Are you too informed about current issues? Is the internet fueling your fear towards climate change, race relations, and homosexual frogs? What you need is to be blind. The new handy way to block out all the unwanted jazz in the world. By slipping our patented state-of-the-art iPad blockers out, say goodbye to that deep impending sense of doom. Blind makes sure to make you completely unaware of what's happening in front of you, so you can concentrate on what's important in life. Need to vote? Be blind. Climate change is messing up the weather? Be blind. Trump just tweeted? Be blind. Order yours today. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Best Becca, an advice show. Today, we have a couple people writing in with their issues, and I am going to help them. The first person to write in says, How do I stop comparing myself and my art to other people and other people's art? From Stumped. Well, Stumped, what I think is that you're your own person. Uh, The next person to write in, says, Hey Becca, I frequently get hungry at 10.59pm and the seesaw closes at 11pm. What is the best way to get to the seesaw? From Cravings for Seesaw. Well, Cravings for Seesaw, I think what you should do is learn how to astral project. And then you can just astral project from your room into the seesaw and grab whatever snacks you want and then just zip on out of there. I feel like that's the best solution. Also, If you really want to go there in person, maybe just try running next time. The next person to write in says, Hi, Becca. My SO and I just got into a little tiff about Fila Disruptors. Should I apologize? And if so, how? In my Fila-ings. Well, in my Fila-ings, I think I'm going to have to look up what those shoes look like because I don't know what they look like. Give me one second. Oh, they're kind of ugly. Okay, well, in that case, I don't know what you would be apologizing for if you were the one saying that you didn't like them, or if you were the one saying you did like them, you should apologize, because I think they're kind of ugly. I think Charlie XCX wears these, though, so that's pretty cool. That's all we have today, so thank you for writing in. Please continue to submit your problems, issues, and woes to my submission box at tinyurl.com slash octosoundsadvice. Wishing you the best, Becca. From Mass Art and Octopus Sounds, this is Noise Enjoyment. I'm Anthony Aravino. Today, we will be, well, destroying this sound of a... Well, let me play it for you first, then I will tell you what it is.
So that right there is a metal bottle on my desk. I hit it with a, well, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a stick I got from, from work. A, well, it's a stick that you use for like caramel apples. You, you shove it into the apple and use it for, it's the apple handle. I used an apple handle for it. Um, so that's a pretty good sound. Um, it has a lot of, it has a lot of different little ranges, but let's go ahead and focus a little bandpass filter right on here, and let's see what that does. Hmm, alright, 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 pretty neat. I think, I think that's a good start of things. So, hmm, hmm, hmm. You know, it kind of sounds like a hammer. I mean, it is a, it's a apple handle stick hitting a, hitting a thing. So, well, I mean, when I think hammer, I think, uh, I think, you know, big old, big old renovation, big old, uh, you know, you're hammering something in a deep, dark room. So, uh, let's just, uh, let's put some reverb on that, put it in a big, dark room. Hmm. <laughs> okay, I think we're... I think that's doing something. Alright, so how can we make it worse? Hmm. Of course. Yeah, of course. Um let's just put a delay on it. Why the hell not? A really weird delay. Let's make the delay really, really weird. Give it a lot of give it a lot of stuff. Hmm. Yeah, no, let's make it we'll make it ping pong back and forth some weird stuff to it. We'll give it its own little band pass, make it real big. Let's cut out a lot of the original sound in there, make it make it very much just the, well, I mean, we still have some of the original in there, but anyways, anyways. It's not noisy enough. This is noise enjoyment, after all. It needs needs noise. So let's add some noise. Just you know, just a little sprinkle of noise. Just a little tiny, just a little tiny sprinkle of noise to really, uh, to really uh, give it, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of something. No, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, okay, one more, one more, one more, one more, okay, a chorus, that's what we'll do, just, just to bring it just that little bit more bad, weird, weird, it is noise enjoyment after all, it has to be enjoyable, and uh, so, yeah, I think, I think, I think that'll do it. So, yeah, for uh, for Massar and Octopus Sounds, this has been Noise Enjoyment. Thank you very much, and uh, please, enjoy this noise.
Do you have the air horn special effect? Unfortunately, our magnificent sound effects master is out today. Oh, it so can- I don't get any. Fuck. Just throw it in and post. Tell me about your feet pics that I know that you have. How does everyone know about that? Welcome to Shit You Should Know. And before we get started, an Octopus Sounds exclusive new demo from Dylan Solard. So welcome everybody to episode two of Shit You Should Know. Today, I am blessed to be in the presence of Dylan Solard. Hi. I hear you want to change your last name. Yeah, because it sucks. Why does it suck? Because it sucks. It means drunkard in French. And like, is that how I want to live my life as Dylan drunkard? No. Tell him. I want it to be something cool like battle axe or I don't know. Or just booger. Yes. Yo, actually, it. that's kind of cool. All right. Would you like to? Would you like to introduce yourself officially? No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by introduce myself officially? Yeah. So some people may not know the name Dylan. I mean, no one knows my name. Let let them know. Let them know the the good name, Dylan. That's my name. This is my name. My name is Dylan. All right, Dylan, what do you, what do you do? What do you create? I make, it sounds like corny to say, but like, because everyone makes music, but I make music and I don't know. I, I've, I've always had trouble like actually admitting to people that I make music. It's always been a little bit of a struggle, but I think that kind of fits within my whole like ethos of everything I make, which is like, just do what makes you more uncomfortable than anything else in the world and push against all of your anxieties and fears and and just it's a way to say like fuck you to like I don't know whatever whatever the thing that holds you back is yeah so I mean that's why I guess that's why I make music just because it makes me unendingly uncomfortable do you intentionally want to put yourself in an uncomfortable position. I think I'm a little bit of a masochist in that way because yeah, like I always want to be uncomfortable. And if I'm not uncomfortable, I feel like, I feel like something's wrong. Mm. It's, it's more uncomfortable to be comfortable to me than it is to be uncomfortable. Do you bask in that anxiety? I don't love it. I don't bask in it because I feel like basking in it like comes with this thing of like you're loving it. But I think I don't love it, obviously, but I do it because I feel like it's necessary to be. It's necessary to be the person that I know I can be. Yeah. And I don't know. You're you're touching on some really, really hard shit to pin down here because what you're describing is your artistic muse. Yeah. 
So the, uh, props to you for opening up the, the interview with such a dramatic <laughs> introduction to art. What do you define as art? Nothing and everything and, and mostly nothing. Would you consider yourself a nihilist? I don't, I don't think I was born a nihilist. I think I became a nihilist. Mm. As a kid, I thought everything was great. And the more I lived, the more I was like, none of this fucking matters. And it's all like, everything's always just a big squishy blob of shit. And it's like, it, like it's hard to th think and it's hard to read books and it's hard to digest a movie and it's hard to interact with people and it makes you nervous and sweaty and... and and there are so many people and everything's just kind of like closing in on you all the time. And it there are so many things just wrong all the time and everything's just kind of like, yeah. like coming <laughs> at you. And I don't know. It, it all seems like, but at the same time, everything's so beautiful in this really hard to, hard to explain kind yeah. of way. This intangible thing of like knowing that everyone is kind of connected to each other and how do you feel about drugs i i stopped myself because i was like i'm gonna start talking about drugs and i don't <laughs> think i should but why not okay <laughs> <laughs> i don't know man i i i've done a lot of drugs and i feel like one thing people like get wrong about me most often is kind of mm -hmm. like that I had no right to say anything because I hadn't experienced enough. But then I started like talking to people and like I found that I've seen a lot of shit and like done a lot of shit and like had a lot of shit happen to me through whether that be through drugs or just like having what I've done through high school and college and what are where what are, where am I going with this? Like your vast catalog of feet pics. Listen, I can't speak on that. I got, I already kind of got reprimanded for speaking about that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I see this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> now, okay. So, so kind of like going back to, I think the, the drug thing would be a good thing to touch on. I've done a lot of them and, and I think psychedelics have really informed, I Magic mushrooms are the best ones. Okay. And whoever says LSD is better is just wrong. Right. <laughs> and I did a bunch of salvia. That was the first psychedelic I ever did. And that, I don't know if you've ever done it. No. That stuff's so intense. That's like, that's, that stuff is more intense than mushrooms or, and, and like there was, there was this one time I did mushrooms. I did like, you know, a dose, quote unquote, mm -hmm. is three and a half grams. I did like eight grams and I just kind of like ripped my whole life open. In a good way, it kind of like showed showed me a lot of stuff and kind of, I kind of figured out that I had to, I figured out that I had to like be better in order to be who I wanted to be. And I wasn't like reading enough and I wasn't like making enough and I wasn't doing enough yeah. and, and I had to like push harder and that kind of showed me that and it's kind of the one of the driving forces behind me doing what I do is just like knowing that 
nothing really matters and it doesn't matter who you are. Anyone can kind of be anything as long as you see something that you want in your head and you push toward that and you don't stop pushing toward that. Obviously, with exception, like you can, you can't like fly. You can't like grow wings and yeah. shit. But like, what are some other artists that you look you look up to now, and aspire to to uh, one day give a high five? Oh, there's a lot of them. There might be too many to name. Let me pull up my Spotify because that's where I keep every. Hey, Marissa. <laughs> um, that's where all my like influences are are is just in the world of music. So I'm seeing Danny Brown, MGMT, mm. Lana Del Rey, uh, The Weeknd, Daft Punk, yeah, Fiona Apple, mm. Soldier Boy, John Frusciante. <laughs> I don't know if they're still around, but Cortex, you, you know them that bit that that few like French fusion jazz from like the 70s or something. No, that sounds awesome. If they're still alive, I want to like high five them. Haley Hendrix, Aphex Twin. Brian Eno, yeah. Honey Fitz. Hunt, I give him high fives all the time, though. Um, <laughs> Neutral Milk Hotel, that uh, that whole band is just really good. Justin Timberlake, Sonic Youth. Yeah. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of, like, 2000s. Did I? Young Lean. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And uh, Velvet Underground, Tom York. All, yeah. all of Radiohead is, like, still n- number one to me. Yeah. Uh, Portishead, Adrian Lanker, Bjork, Earl yeah. Sweatshirt, like a lot of, pe- and there's more, but there, a lot of people are my influences and my heroes and people that I want to, Erica Badu, um, yeah. Andre 3000, like, I don't know. I a could lot, keep going and going and going. A lot of what you mentioned really does show from Erica Badu to Daft Punk to even Earl Sweatshirt on your project Lullaby that, you dropped... Oh, you listen to that? Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Of course. I downloaded Lullaby before I hopped on my plane last summer to go to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, you know how when you travel, you kind of put on an album and you just kind of, you play it back and that's your traveling album? Yeah, yeah. So I listened to that <laughs> on, on the plane, right? Like two, two three times. And I will say that a lot of those influences have shown. What is the, can you take us through your, your process? That's insane that you even like listen to it one time. Never mind like two or three. That's so sweet. Um, <laughs> what is my process? Just, just making stuff that feels like it will hold weight beyond that moment. I start with chords that feel like I've always felt in the past and and will feel in the future Mm. chords that make me see something visually whether that be like a um you know the house the house that I eventually want to move into which I have the very specific vision of that in my head at all times really yeah it's a four-story almost like a tree house with a big glass window like one whole wall floor to ceiling is glass yeah, it's half completely open where there's a studio and then half of it is like stairs that go up to different levels where there's like a library, a bedroom, kitchen, bathroom, kitchen, bathroom, and maybe another bedroom or like a like a just like a hangout area. Yeah. 
And then there's an offshoot to a greenhouse where I keep like pet birds and uh, plants and stuff. Yeah. So finding chords that sound like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah. And I live in the woods. Of course. Finding chords that sound like that and then, and then putting down drums that like make me, that breathe. Okay. You know, that, that kind of give it a life to where it's, it's, you're still holding that feeling mm. that the chords gave you and you're still thinking about, you can still see that, but you also want to like move a little bit. I found a new pack of snares that really hit well. Yeah. And I, I, I like these. Yeah. You have a way with layering your vocals and creating this whole different world when you sing on top of them, right? And lyrics, I understand, uh, are extremely difficult to come across or from my experience with talking with other musicians they're they're tough you know so how do you like i don't i don't want you to expose the trade secrets here on uh on on your vocal effects but oh how do i make my vocal sound the way it sounds yeah or how do i write the lyrics that i write let's start with how you make it sound the way it sounds i have a very specific chain of stuff that I put on it. Is that is that private? Yes and no. Certain things are. Okay. I use auto-tune, but I don't use it like Travis Scott or any... I don't use it very heavily unless it calls for that, hmm. unless I really want that specific, like those cool little blips that the auto-tune creates. Yeah. And I mean, I've, I have songs that don't use auto-tune at all, like um, the first song on lullaby nausea um it uses auto-tune in like two or three very specific spots to get that kind of more robot-y sound but mm-hmm. aside from that it like doesn't use auto-tune at all using compression the correct way and eqing is very important the way i do that it's changing now i don't mix like i mixed on on uh lullaby anymore Oh. Wait, you mean you mean honey in an hour? Yeah. God damn. <laughs> That's very impressive. I was so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And um, also also yeah. when I write li- like okay, when I write lyrics, like honey was all of a freestyle mostly. Yeah. Um I I like hum a melody and if it sounds good enough, I'll like keep humming until words come out and then like honey, honey was just me like ba ba ba, and then like I don't know. Have you performed live shows? No, I I told uh, I said this to Gabe recently. I was like, I have this new thing where I refuse to perform live unless someone like really is like really begging me to perform live and like they actually need me to perform perform live like someone like has a crowd that wants me to perform Mm. because like I feel like a performance is something that should be like for people rather than something you're putting on people okay a lot of a lot of like shows that I go to are like someone saying like you gotta go to my show you gotta go to my show you gotta come watch my show bring all your friends to watch my show and it's like why are you begging me to like spend an evening doing this thing yeah that like 
maybe I want to do, but maybe I don't want to do. Like, I don't know. Like, if you re- if someone really wants me to perform, like, ask me to perform and, like, say that you already have, like, a crowd and, like, shit that's, like, actually happening. And, like, is it going to be fun? Like, I don't know. I like, see. do people want this? Yeah. Or is it just a thing to do? Yeah. Do you, do you think that comes with the saturation, right? That there's so many... Uh, musicians consistently performing that yeah. it's overwhelming, right? Yeah, I think I think that's a that's a big reason why I don't release as much music as I could mm. because I I'm always making stuff like right now I have another I put out Lullaby at the beginning of the the summer I believe yeah June. either June one of the J months one of the J's now I basically have another album done right now oh shit. But I'm not going to put anything out until maybe next summer or, like, next fall. Yeah. Because it's, like, everything's so saturated. Everything's so full. Like, music is just, like, people are pressing it and pressing it and pressing it. And it's, like, if it's gonna, I don't know. It's one of those things where if people want it, they're going to ask for it. Or if they, like, if it's supposed to, if blow up, then it's going to blow up. It's, like not really under your control like you can push it a little bit you can say like oh i have this 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 and this friend like you guys should like listen to this and maybe they like it and they tell their friends but like if you're if you're like nagging people to listen to your song i don't know it's a little much i see yeah like you put it out there you let it exist and if it resonates, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Right, right. Like, and and people, people are going to hear stuff as they want to hear it. They're not going to like, okay, the reason I started making music is because I heard, um, well, other stuff too. I was making music before this, but like mm. the main thing that was like, oh, I can make a career out of this was like I saw the video to Yonkers when it first came out. Yeah. And I was like, what the, f-? like at first I was like, this is kind of stupid, like, just another person like making a song and then I like watched it for 15 more seconds and I was like whoa actually this is fucking insane like what is this and then I had it stuck in my head on the way to school and then I couldn't stop thinking about it and I ran home and I like had to like I I opened it up and like I watched it and then I went to oddfuture.com and then everything exploded and I was like I can make a real life out of this if I want to and I, like, started making songs for, uh, like, I would go home after school or, like, skip school and make music for, like, 6 to 12 hours every day. And I still kind of do that because I have no other thing that I want to do. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're just set on it. Yeah. Putting in the, the good energy. Do you play instruments? Piano, kind of. I kind of taught myself mm. a little bit and... I mean, I could sit down at a piano and make a song, like play chords and make a song out of that. And I've done that. But like, I wouldn't say I'm a piano player. I see. You know, and I've been trying to learn guitar, but I have a lot of nerve damage in my hands. So it's kind of harder to. Was it like innate nerve damage or? Did... I um, worked at Cumberland Farms. Mm-hmm. I stabbed. <laughs> I was supposed to be opening opening totes with this other thing, and I was doing it with scissors uh, wide open, and I stabbed into my wrist, yeah, and uh, it fucked up some of the tendons in here, so this hand doesn't work that great. 
and this hand has always been kind of fucked up. Like it's I, it's my left hand, so it's my dominant hand, but it's like, I don't know what the deal with it is. It's never moved correctly. I see. It's harder to like make my hand fit those chords the correct way. Yeah, the, the left hand's the... Well, if, if you're left-handed, then you would be actually but fretting. I, with but the, I play the guitar the other way. Oh, okay. I don't know why. If, if it feels I, natural. I, well, actually, okay, I think it's because when I was a little kid, my dad like bought this guitar that he wasn't supposed to buy because we didn't have a lot of money, but he, he <laughs> kind of went against my mom's wishes and bought this guitar, yeah. and he was like, here's how you play it, and he taught me how to play it right-handed. And so uh-huh. I knew like a couple songs on that guitar right-handed and I would play them all the time, but I didn't really know how to play guitar, quote unquote. Yeah. And then he had to sell it and then I didn't play again until I recently just got another guitar to try to learn. How do you feel about the social perspective on musicians from an outside art school college perspective? artists and musicians as an outside thing like an outside perspective um we get a bad rap i think so i think in art school no one gets it i think in art school people are so like concerned with visual art that they don't realize that music is art and i think outside of art school people don't realize that music is art they don't see the colors. They don't see the images as clearly. They don't. They just move to it and think like, "Oh, here's a nice little thing I can dance to." But no, that's all paintings, just like in your head. It's a, it's abstract to the highest degree, I think, because it's so abstract that it's not even visual anymore. It's anything you want it to be, visually. It's a fucking amazing answer. i've thought about that a lot yeah because it's like it's so it's so misunderstood to to the point where you have like musicians who are really really horrible making a lot of popular music and people are like yeah i fuck with this one and it's like how do you fuck with that like i don't i don't get how you could how you could love such a poorly constructed image Mm. and and they it and I'm slowly realizing that they don't see it as an image. They see it as just a thing I can move to, like a cute little yeah. thingy. Uh, not to put anybody on the spot, but who are these um, these people creating these poorly constructed images? Mm. It's a lot of people. I mean, cool. yeah, it, it's a lot of people. I'd rather... <laughs> not burn bridges? <laughs> Well, it's not anyone that I anyone that I know because everyone I associate with musically, um, yeah. I really love the stuff they make. Yeah, like I'm not gonna ever reach out to anyone or like say like, oh, we should work together or oh, oh, I really like your stuff. I'm not gonna say anything if I don't mean it, you know. Yeah. And so it's like it's hard for me to say names when it comes to music I don't like because I very deeply mean that. And I don't want to just like, I'd rather not be so negative, you know? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Positive Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. You're always going to look up. How do you like your eggs? Fried in a pan. Just a pan fried egg? Yeah. Do you like the yolk cooked or not? Of course I like the yolk cooked. 
if it's all runny, that's raw egg. That's gross. Do you cook breakfast often? No. It's you always cereal. Cereal with water because all milk hurts my stomach. Water first or cereal or cereal then water? Cereal then water. Also, this is going to upset a lot of people, the fact that yeah. I eat my cereal with water. I I'm, can see the look in your eyes. I'm like, containing myself now, <laughs> but I, I'm keep keeping a clean composure here. What do you put cereal in like a... Like a hydro flask? Like, is this where we nah, are? No, I, I eat it with a out of a bowl with a regular spoon, but like... Okay. I don't know. I'm a little bit of a... I'm a weirdo. Big bowls or small bowls? Big. Cereal in a cup? No. No? No. Okay, maybe... maybe Co- coffee in a mug, cereal in a bowl. Cere- cereal in a bowl. Put that shit in a bowl. Do you fuck with peanut butter? I, I eat that shit by the spoonful. <laughs> <laughs> is there a specific brand of peanut butter that's like exclusive? No, I got into sun butter recently because it's better for me. Mm. I, I'm a big believer in the what goes in will come out sort of thing. So like I eat a lot of bullshit yeah. and I find myself like either the day of or the day after I eat the bullshit, like not creating something that's very worthwhile. Oh. And so I try to eat as well as I can. Okay. Yeah. Are you Are you a jogger? No, I don't work out a lot. I try to work out, but it doesn't happen a lot because I'm always in the studio. Mm. But when I do work out, it's just like in my room, just like regular body weight exercises, just maintaining this like base level level of fitness. Of fitness, yeah. 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 All right, so for everyone, so this is not being recorded visually right now, but how would you describe your hair currently? Doing whatever it wants. All right, what's your dream goal for hair? If you can have one haircut, what would it be? Oh, right. I mean, right, it changes all the time, but right now it's, I want a, yeah, I want the sides of my head shaved. I want the whole thing blonde. I have the bleach at home. I just got to do it. And then I want a tattoo on the side of my head, but I don't know of what yet. Okay. I also go back and forth about wanting a face tattoo because everyone has them now and it's like kind of to the point where it's corny to have a face tattoo, but I wanted one first, so (laughs) I don't know. I wanted one first. I really did. And yeah, I don't know. I have like a list of tattoos I want to get, but I just don't uh, have the time or money right now to do that. Yeah. Is there any two mythological creatures that you know that you would want to put together into one? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I want I want some sort of like half griffin, half Loch Ness monster looking thing. That's terrifying. Yeah, but I think it would be sweet, like kind of cuddly in the end because it's so beastly. It's so like intimidating that all it would really crave is affection because everyone would always be scared of it. So I would want to, you know, have that as my my bro favorite childhood movie did you have these like locked and loaded or no this is just off my brain toy story which one the one the one the first the one. first one the one do you believe in any of the sequels i like them but the first one is the one you know okay it's like you see you see it and it's like like it's a monument and it's so like special and important yeah. And so like such a turning point in pop culture that you're like, oh my God, this is, this is it. Yeah. That's what Toy Story was. And I used to treat my toys like they would come alive later on. So I'd be like super nice to them. Yeah. 
and I'd tell them how cool they were. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking awesome, dude. If there's any movie that inspires your music the most. Um, So when I was in here a lot making making stuff in here, I would always put on uh, Planet Earth. So I guess that's not so much a movie, but it is something like, I don't know. It's yeah. It's life. It's I, I don't know. I, I feel like the the movie that inspires me the most my life my life is a movie. Oh my god. <laughs> that's my yeah. uh, that's my Twitter bio. Is it really? Yeah. I got to follow you on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? I will give that to you after the interview. That's my secret safe space. Ah, that's where all the feet pics are. No. Oh, okay. But it's not something that I like to like have everyone know. I got you. But yeah, you can definitely have that. Bringing it back. <laughs> sure. <laughs> bring it back all the way, right? I would like to take a quick five, right? And then we can come back. Yeah. And fucking rivet it up some more. Sure. Wrap it up with a little bit more uh, music talk, and then we'll, we'll head home. Sure. All right. We'll be right back. Bye. Back from our five-minute break. Really, I just had to go to the bathroom, right? <laughs> but... Dylan is still here. He hasn't ran away. And just to just to kick off yet again, if it wasn't music, what? What what other job do you kind of have in the in the back burner that you enjoy a lot? Job? I hate jobs. Oh, yeah, your your face did seven different things when I said job. Yeah, because jobs are meaningless and stupid and pointless. They're made up and it's all bullshit jobs suck if i could never have a job ever again so quickly i would never have a job ever again they suck so much ass i can't okay i feel very (laughs) i'm sorry i feel very passionately about like how much jobs suck because you're selling for fake money you're selling your life your time your one guaranteed shot at life you're selling that yeah for money like money doesn't mean anything i don't know just like fucking christ and and like you gotta do it to survive and it's fucked up you get like trapped in this cycle and it's just this it's so it's such a pet peeve of mine having a job and i have three of them right now and it's like they all suck a little bit yeah where do you work i I work at the mit museum that one sucks the most i'm quitting there very soon oh shit um Fuck that job. <laughs> I work here at MassArt. Yeah. Uh, I do their tech, their their auditorium tech, which that's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and then I just got a new job, but again, it's a job, so it's like I don't know why I'm doing it, but like it's art handling for the Mass Art Museum. Oh, cool. Yeah. So if not music... <laughs> what would I be doing? Okay, what okay. What would you be doing? Um, I would be doing... Uh, probably, I, I mean, maybe painting. I, I, I might... But, like, that feels masturbatory because painting... I don't know. It, it's all kind of masturbatory. But, like, I don't know. I, I would probably paint. I'd probably spend my time 
reading and painting and watching stupid YouTube videos and like something social. I, I love like talking to people and like getting to know people and, but I'm also introverted. Mm. So I don't, I really don't know. I haven't thought about it. I've had my mind set on music since I was 15 years old. I'm 25 now. And my life before that was me smoking a lot of weed yeah. and not knowing what I wanted to do. So I don't, <laughs> I never really thought about it. Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. You, you, you brought up plants. Your, your dream house contains birds and yeah. plants. Love birds. Yeah. And we also talked about drugs. <laughs> so may I uh, give the suggestion of of care oh oh i know what i'd do i'd have a farm there you go <laughs> is it was that your suggestion <laughs> i was just gonna suggest a weed farm <laughs> <laughs> i would no i wouldn't farm weed i would farm food and like give it to people you know i wouldn't sell it i would just like give people food and and then i'd like raise all these animals and stuff and like give them food and like shelter and like I think I still want to do that. Yeah. I think music, my ultimate goal is to like have a farm and shit so I can just give people food and give animals like a place to be and, and a place to like eat and like take care of them. Yeah. But like, yeah, if I didn't have music, ideally that's, I would just be a farmer. I've, I've had this conversation many times and a lot of people want to be farmers. It seems so appealing. It's the fucking best, dude. You <laughs> wear overalls. You take your pet sheep all day. You, you know, chew on some straw, spit in a bucket. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I mean, when... when I don't know. Like, farming... Farming is where it's at. That I think... I think I think all of society should just be a series of farms. I guess, yeah. No more cities. No more cities are cities are much. They're extra, yeah. Too much. I mean, when I think about farming, I think about waking up at 4 a.m., milking the cows, you know, yeah. herding uh the nightly fears of coyotes eating all my fucking raspberries, even though they don't eat raspberries. Like, you know mm, what I mean? They love raspberries. Do they? No. I was like, that's fucking adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Just these. I feel like it would be a lot of work, but I feel like it would give me shit to do. And I feel like it would be rewarding in a way that nothing else really is. Hmm. And I feel like if I got tired of it, I could get a bunch of my friends to live with me there and we could all have the farm and share the responsibilities and it wouldn't be as hard anymore, you know? <laughs> Sounds exhausting and comfortable at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I want to know, have you ever seen any, any like wild animal encounters in your entire life? Um, encounters how? Because I've seen, like, deer and shit. Yeah, like, or just in places in the, uh, like, in the city, right? I, no, aside from, like, squirrels and pigeons and stuff, hmm. I, I feel like animals 
know that the city is rotten, so they try to stay away from it. Yeah. Which makes sense, you know, because it is. I love I love uh, animals that, like, take care of their own business and do their own thing and don't really need me around but choose to have me around. Yeah. Like Like a friendly squirrel is better than any <laughs> sort of domestic animal in the world. And, like, a pigeon is great because they'll be there for a second and they'll just fly away and it'd be, like, cool. Good to have you around. Good to have you. All right, Dylan. So before we wrap up, I have some uh, <laughs> some dad jokes I want to share with you. Ah, uh, dope. Right? So here we have, um, and I just kind of want you to rank them. Sure. Right? So what's Forrest Gump's password? I uh, no, I have no idea. One forest, one. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, uh, six out of ten stars. All right. Does anybody need an arc? I know a guy. Okay, that's that's three out of ten stars. Shitty. Yeah. <laughs> I would avoid the sushi if I was you. It's a little fishy. <laughs> That's six out of ten stars. It's hard for me to give higher than a six because dad jokes are inherently dumb. (laughs) (laughs) What does a zombie vegetarian eat? Grains. Uh, Seven. (laughs) Two goldfish are in a tank. One says to the other, do you know how to drive this thing? (laughs) Fuck off. That's a five. (laughs) <laughs> Why did the picture go to jail? Why? It was framed. It was framed. Ah, okay. Uh, seven because I got that one. <laughs> and for the last one is, what do you call a bear without any teeth? A gummy bear. Oh, I like that one. It remind. Okay, yeah, that's an eight. Oh, that was the highest ranking. That's an eight because I love gummy bears. <laughs> All right, ladies and humans <laughs> yeah ladies and humans i ladies and humans <laughs> so thank you very much dylan for coming on yeah no problem shit you should know All right follow follow octopus sounds on octo underscore sounds on instagram dylan mm-hmm. you got anything you want to say to the good people just just do what makes you happy xoxo gossip girl no don't don't put that in that was dumb. I'm leaving that. No. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> See, this is what I mean. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we are out. Enjoy the rest of your days. Goodbye. Yeah, hi. So I'm going to need you to follow us on our socials at auto underscore sounds. Make sure you tune in on Monday. Sure. Heard. Thank you for Thank supporting. Thank you for supporting.